Haunting of Selene, Season 2, Episode 3, Lost, presented by Misfits Audio Productions. Are you certain that it is precisely noon? According to my watch, but that won't help us if this is another planet. I assure you, it is not. <laughs> Forgive me if I don't instantly trust the shape-shifting monster. I was cursed. You think I was born this way? Yeah, yeah. L.E.N. should occur in 20 seconds. Are you certain about this? Of course. Sextants are a hobby of mine. We are lucky there was one on board and that the previous captain took such careful notes. Triton is nothing if not precise. He is indeed. I recall being 0.23% off one of my calculations, and if it weren't for him, the entire experiment would have been a dog's dinner. I'm sorry, who are we talking about? The ship's owner. Hades must have borrowed it off him. Triton is quite fond of demigod quests, unlike the rest of you. Why are you looking at me? Silence, please. Alistair, may I borrow your eternal quill? My what? Your pen. Ah, yes, of course. Intriguing. I shall consult the charts. We're lucky she knows how to navigate. My phone still isn't working. About this curse, are you a crocodile every night? Mm, My tongue, yes. You humans would call it fate. Or if you were being melodramatic, my doom. It's not a particularly creative one. I would have added more tentacles. Alistair. I would have cursed you by day as well. It's terribly amateur work. Who did this to you exactly? I could have a word with them. Oh, no one did this to me. I chose it. I'm sorry, what? It seemed the right thing to do at the time. Perhaps I overreacted. No, no. This is well deserved. What did you do? I have said too much already. You literally said like one thing. I could help you finesse it. Curses are a hobby of mine. No, forget I mentioned anything. Okay, fine. We're strangers too, but we're also going to be your meal tonight if you don't tell us how to protect ourselves. Do not be concerned. I shall barricade myself in a storeroom when the sun goes down. You should be safe. If not, my daughter can protect you. Well, she isn't here, is she? Don't you walk away from me. I think I preferred having Scylla on board. Celtic gods. So moody and unpredictable. Wait, that was a god? Oh, yes. Gofanon, the smith. I haven't seen him since I went to America. He used to brew the most remarkable ale. (laughs) You should visit my hometown. You can't swing a cat without hitting a craft brewery. Why would I wish to harm a feline? Never mind. Before it gets dark, we should find some heavy furniture. Wherever he holds up, we can stack it in front of the door. The dining table would be a logical choice. Right. And I saw a metal side table in the chart room. It seems that we are near the coast of Crete. That would explain the excellent weather. However, we do not appear to be entirely in the mundane realm. You mean we've crossed the hedge? How? Was it Hades again? Perhaps this ship is capable of going back and forth. I mean, Triton couldn't exactly appear on deck in his true form. Let's back up. How do you know we are in a semi-magical plane? Look outside. 
I hardly see how mermaids have anything to do with our predicament. Mermaids? What the... And before that, I saw a ghost ship drift past. It was entirely translucent, like Cinderella's slipper. Nonsense. I believe her. No, I, I mean the slipper was made of silk. That's one night I'll remember for centuries. I mean, there she was, wrapped up in gold and furs, and of course that miserly fellow was all over it. I told him that a few hours on a dance floor was not enough basis for marriage, but off he went, trying it on all the women in the country. Ridiculous man. You knew Cinderella? Of course, and her real name was Ashley. Nobody seems to remember that these days. One author even called her Ella. <laughs> I think we're getting sidetracked. The Selene is sailing up to a magical version of Crete, and in less than an hour, we'll have a cursed god rumbling about below decks. I don't have my main deity to work with, so we're doing spells on the fly, as it were. Oh dear. It is rather worrying when you put it like that. He said that his daughter would help. Any idea where she is? I did some reading in the ship's library. There was some info on our new friend, but nothing we don't already know, and there wasn't any mention of children. I'm not even sure what's steering the ship. Oh, that would be me. Sorry to pop in like this, but I've been rather busy. Things are getting backed up at the gates. Too many people think they are good enough for Elysium. Ha 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 ha. Ah, mortals. Why are we at Crete? Honestly, I forget. So much to do. I'm sure I had a reason at the time. Persephone usually handles the demigod quests. Can we not request her help now? Does it look like winter out there? <sighs> Can you at least talk to Iris for us? Funny you should mention her. She's been living in Crete these past few years. Uh, something about sunbathing. I wasn't paying attention. Wait. That is why I sent you here. <laughs> Terribly clever of me. Even for... me. <laughs> While you were here, sir, perhaps we could ask... Oh, is that the time? Gotta run. I really hate that guy. Can you imagine being the one handling every single soul that has passed on? It's no wonder he can be a trifle distracted at times. I guess when you put it that way... We're lucky that he's taken a liking to us at all. He does seem to mean well. I do not think he is used to interacting with living mortals. Okay, so the plan is... Survive tonight, then visit Iris? Let's just worry about that first part for now. You have been listening to Haunting of Celine, written by Alexa Chipman, post-production by Jake Luzzi, featuring the voice talent of Mark Kalita as Hades, Natalie Barron as Ida Howard, Marley Norton as Jennifer Wilson, David McIver as Dr. Alistair Compton, and Gareth Bowley as Gorfanon. Music by Kevin McLeod. Sound design by the Sleepy Bones Detective Agency. Released under a Creative Commons No Derivatives license in 2022 from MisfitsAudio.com.